Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my new series, Parish. My character, Gray Parish, was a getaway driver. I'm retired from life. You know that. He's in a world over his head. Tell me about this driver job. And he's asked to start to figure things out. I did what you told me to. He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Holy Human with Leanne Rimes is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the final episode of the season of Holy Human. Thank you for being patient with me. We have gone a few weeks without an episode, and it is because I have been on the road. And every time I come home, um, I have been in need of some rest. So I am uh, doing everything to take care of myself while also connecting with you. And I, like I said, appreciate you being very patient. So we are going to dive into the final episode right now. I am welcoming a woman who has had a huge impact on my life in a relatively short amount of time. Katie Prevell is a performance coach who guides high performers to find deeper joy and fulfillment on both professional and personal levels. She is also the author of Leap, Own Your Excellence, and Engage Your Best Self. I found this book to be a game changer for me, and I cannot wait for you to meet Katie on today's episode of Holy Human. This is amazing. I'm so excited. I know. Hi, Katie. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on here. Uh, just to give people a backstory, I met Katie through Mindy Pels, who was on our podcast not long ago. And um, yeah, Mindy and I started working on everything body. And 
she was like, I have this woman who's absolutely incredible. She wrote this book called Leap, um, which I've had many people tell me, you should read the book Leap. You should read the book Leap. And then all of a sudden Mindy brought it up and I'm like, okay, I'm going to dive into this book, see what Katie's all about. And it was just, yeah, it was a, it was a very expansive book for me. And as a performer, especially, because you talk all about performance, which we'll get into. Yeah, exactly. But I'm, I'm so glad Mindy introduced us. And so am I. I know. <laughs> Katie yeah. has become a huge part of my life. And so I thought we'd, we'd dive into your book a little bit, but I also want to explore some of the things that you and I have personally been working on because, yeah. you know, as this podcast is called Holy Human, I think um, the things that we have been working on together really fit into this wholeness piece, everything that I've been looking to do with my life, not only as a performer, but as a human. And I think people who listen are looking to do the same. So that's kind of the backstory of Katie. I would love to hear, and I know our listeners would love to hear, like if you could explain to anyone, and I ask people this a lot because I feel like people I bring on here, it's not clear cut. Like, what do you do? (laughs) So what, what, if someone was to meet you for the first time, what, how would you explain what you do to someone? That is the million dollar question. (laughs) You're like, I'm still figuring that out. How long have you got? Uh, (laughs) It's multifaceted. It's multifaceted as are we humans, right? Yeah. Uh, There's a little, little plug in there for that. Um, One of the things I've been saying recently is that I'm, I'm on a mission to bring kindness and connection to the pursuit of excellence. And yeah, so that's one of the things that is meaningful to me as well as helping, I help high performers in all different forms or any humans in their realm of human performance bring more of who they really are into what they do so they can live a life that's more fulfilling and more joyous. Mm, That's interesting because I think when I think of the pursuit of excellence, Kindness and connection are not the first two things that I think of, especially not only outwardly, um, because I think there's, there's a lot of competition, you Mm -hmm. know, and we've, we've been, we've grown up around, I know I have personally like around competition, especially with other women. Absolutely. But it's not only that outwardly, but it's internally is what I feel and hear when you say that. Oh, I'm so glad. That's what I think too. It's it's a kindness to self and it's a kindness to others and almost a kindness to all of the circumstances that tend to come in to high performance. As you know, I grew up as a figure skater, which is an extremely competitive, um, kind of unforgiving world for yeah. young women. And I think part of my mission is to kind of heal a big part of myself as mm. well as heal other humans that are in that space of really appreciating its excellence. And it's also like bringing all of you to whatever you do because it matters to you. Mm -hmm. Um, And learning to bring yourself to that with perhaps less judgment and more kindness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think whether or not you're an actual performer, I think we're all performing, right? Yes. (laughs) Life is a performance. Didn't Shakespeare say something like that? Yeah, something like life is a stage. (laughs) Life is a stage. It's true though. And I think there's, we can utilize that, I guess, with kindness and connection, or it can go completely the opposite way where we we feel like we're always having to be on. I know this is something you and I talk about a lot. Um, Exactly. Like I always feel like I have to be on and it doesn't really shut off even in my personal relationships or when I'm, when I'm not playing Leanne Rhymes, but mm-hmm. I'm 
just being Leanne. It's like, okay, I didn't know, I don't know where that off switch is. And I think mm-hmm. people can get so locked into, we can get so locked into our performances of who we think we need to be that exactly. it just kind of spills over into all different parts of our lives. It sure does. And I think sometimes recognizing that maybe if we can find an off switch, switch that can work where you can turn it off and, and just be you or be more of all of who you are. And sometimes that part of ourself doesn't want to be switched off. It's going to mm. fight for its life. It's going to say, oh, <laughs> no, I got stuff to say. I got things to do. I'm bored. It's going to say all the things it says, right? Yeah. And so then the work's a little different to recognize okay, maybe I can listen to that voice and make other choices. But sometimes the pushing it away will actually make it come back with more force in terms of it wanting to drive your decisions, right? Yeah. For sure. I definitely want to get into that. I, <laughs> I, what it, with, the, um, with performance psychology, how would, you, mm. how would you describe performance psychology to someone who, like well, how is it different than normal psychology? Yeah. Performance psychology is more, I would say it's in general, it's the psychology, it's around mindset and it's around, um, it's for people who are in high stakes circumstances. So it's traditionally for high performing athletes, for performing artists, for even for people in the high risk professions um, where there is a lot of emotional output, where their lives at risk. And even though it might seem like a broad spectrum, anytime you're in a, you're, you're performing, you're having to do what you do in a situation where it feels to you like the stakes are high mm-hmm. and there's a sense of vulnerability and a sense of, um, yeah, vulnerability, then that's where I feel like performance psychology comes in. I feel like that's just life. <laughs> yeah. <right? laughs> Especially exactly. these days. Everything exactly. seems like it's high stakes. But I, I guess that's mindset, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. we have been so trained to think that everything is high stakes and that, mm-hmm. you know, there's such a uh, mindset of lack that we have all, mm-hmm. it's kind of all been driven into most of us um, mm-hmm. for a very long time. And it's, it can be really challenging to step out of that situation or those mindsets and yes, think that, well, first off, think that there's a new way of being in this world. Right. And that's where your kindness and connection come in. because <laughs> it, it really right? is yes. completely doing a 180 from, I think, the right. way we've all been set up. I think so. And that's, I, I feel like it's time for a paradigm shift. Mm -hmm. especially as we really go forward now, given everything that's happened in recent years, that how can we connect more to each other? How can we lead with kindness instead of with judgment or with fear? That I think that's, um, it's really the place that I want to be ushering in this new paradigm through the, through the lens of, of the people that I work with. So you're asking that question of how, how, what are some of the ways that you're finding for yourself Mm. and through Mm. the work that you're doing with others of ways that we can start connecting more with ourselves and with others and this, this kindness piece, how can we bring this kindness piece forward? Yeah, I think you really, you really nailed it when you, when you said that your first hit was, okay, it's kindness to myself, Mm -hmm. right? Because I mean, really the world is a, is a projection, what we perceive the world to be is a projection of our own inner world. So the more we judge ourselves, the more we're going to perceive that we're being judged or the world is going to feel like less of a safe place. Mm. So I think um, it really does start at home. 
Um, I always, I often say to people, yeah, it really is all about you. (laughs) (laughs) Start here. (laughs) Yeah. You said the word home, which you and I have been working with um, this piece. And I've mentioned it on the podcast with Mm -hmm. with, uh, another guest recently, which is this idea of home frequency. And you Mm. and I work a lot with bringing soul into the equation. Mm-hmm. You know, what is, what does that look like? What is, I'd love for you to describe what you feel home frequency is to mm-hmm. people. Oh yeah. It's, um, the concept and the experience of it is, it's so close to my heart. And, um, and I've, I've witnessed it sort of allow you to expand too in mm. the way where, so home frequency to me, first of all, is maybe another word or another way of talking about your, the frequency of your soul, of your essence, of your true self. I mean, this probably are all synonyms for the same experience. And then when you look at it from the level of or through the lens of frequency, meaning vibration, meaning, um, meaning vibration, then it's like your home frequency is when you, when you can begin to identify that, when you can begin to feel what it feels like where you're really aligning with your true self or like you and I say coming home to yourself mm-hmm. where there can be a place of kindness because your home frequency your soul's essence is rarely unkind to you mm-hmm. um and that. yeah so when you can come there you can start to go oh this feels this feels kinder and and sometimes we dip into the home frequency and then we kind of pop back out and we go into the false selves and the ego constructs and all of that, which is just human, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay. And then the first work is really to recognize, oh, I popped out. How can I, how can I drop back in? Because I almost feel like it's a popping out into the, into the constructs. And then the, the going into home frequency is more of a surrender mm-hmm. and recognizing what is you by kind of releasing what's not you. How does how do we begin to find that home frequency? Mm. Yeah, it's so something that I believe is really important is first of all I think we need to rec- recognize that frequency is a thing. Right. <laughs> I yes. mean it's a little woo woo, right? But at the same time frequency is frequency. Everything is frequency. Yeah, everything, everything is, is energy. energy. Yeah. Yeah. Einstein taught us that, you know. And it's um, funny even though I know that like sometimes it's sometimes the the piece of me that pops out of yeah. home frequency, it wants to judge the fact that I'm like, oh, this is energy. I can't see it. Yeah. But if you think about it, like you're constantly feeling it. If we go into that place of you feeling, right. you know, you're, we're constantly feeling the energies around us, you know, just as simple as if there's someone in the room that changes the vibe of the room or how you feel. Like, I think first off, we have to get into paying attention to that, to those mm-hmm. feelings. But I know it's, it's really, you say it's woo-woo, and it does seem sometimes like, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I, I, what know, am I right? doing? What am I doing with this thing that I can't see? But it's, it is if it's it re, if you really boil it down, like it, um, everything is energy. And I, I think discovering, I know for me, you know, through mm-hmm. meditation, through mm-hmm. to feeling into my heart, um, mm-hmm. I feel, I don't know how you feel energy, but I feel energy like in waves. Like when I really tune into myself um, and drop into my heart and like, and somewhat quiet the mind, the mind's never fully quiet. I don't believe. (laughs) Um, I can start, yeah, I can start to feel this kind of flow of what feels a little more open um, Mm -hmm. and more like the true self. Mm Mm-hmm. It feels more flow. It feels more open. 
-hmm. A lot of people will describe it as that. I think you asked sort of my experience of it too, which is I feel very peaceful and I can feel when my mind is a little bit quieter when I'm in home frequency and I have more, I feel much more expansive and I feel more connected to, to kind of mysticism and to, you know, even more connected to what isn't visible, like the non-physical realm, the, the realm of what's not visible. So, you know, I, we just, I just mentioned meditation and, mm. and kind of connecting to the heart. Are there any, are there any ways for people to, that you would recommend to start dropping into their own home frequency? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely meditation is, or what I even call sometimes as simply as a daily practice mm-hmm. is, is something to consider. It's in the daily practice, meaning it's something you can do every day where you say, okay, even for five minutes, I'm going to stop. And I'm going to even just notice what are thoughts as it puts, because thoughts are energy. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, what is not thought? So these are thoughts, pictures, words, whatever. And then what is not thought is sensations in my body. What is not thought is the temperature of the air around me. So you start to even begin to recognize the, the aspects of your experience. Um, and then moving out of your left brain and out of your head is a way to begin to dip into that home frequency. So that's just a start, right? Yeah, for sure. I've been um, reading Michael Singer's book um, Mm -hmm. recently. And, you know, we talk a lot about witness. He talks a lot about witness consciousness. And um, one of the things that's really been interesting for me is, and I feel like this is similar of what we're talking about now, is to recognize that we are consciousness. We are the one who's 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 noticing what's coming up we're the one noticing the thoughts we are the one noticing right. the pain like exactly. i was my back hurt the other day and i was like just oh. reminding myself i am the i am i am the, the one noticing mm-hmm. um allows you to kind of step out of that constant rumination or pain that you're in or whatever it may be and right. even if it's for moments yep because I, I went right back into the pain but i was like oh mm-hmm. i'm the one noticing it i kept kind of right. playing with that right. um to me that the one noticing yes um the witness is is the home frequency and i i don't know absolutely i don't know if we can hang out there all the time you know i mean yeah or even if we're supposed to right that's the thing i know you said it to me a lot you're like are you really supposed to hang out there um yeah. but i guess it's you know as we talk about you know bringing soul to performance and bringing yes. soul into our lives how you know how do we bring how do we bring more of that home frequency into our daily, our daily life. Yes, exactly. I mean, I Which guess that's is the question. I almost feel like that is, that is probably a life purpose, right? Yeah. Is what is your soul here to experience? What is it here to learn? And there's so many different ideas about why we're here. Some, mm-hmm. some spiritual teachers will just say, okay, we're just here to be entertained. <laughs> Right. You know, to as much as, oh, there's yeah. a deep purpose to have, have a huge impact and, and whatever right. you believe it is, it is. And, you know, um, but I think, yeah, to, to, to talk about like how you bring soul into performance is, is re- I think it starts with being able to recognize your home frequency and to gain some facility in being able to oh, kind of, okay, let me drop into that space of my heart, dropping into my heart. Let me, let me feel my body. Even just feeling in your body gets you out of that, the logical thinking. And then whatever practice you have or you create for yourself to be able to 
be the witness to recognize, okay, I'm having thoughts, for example, who, who is it having the thoughts? Who is it recognizing the thoughts? Okay, can I remember that I am recognizing the thoughts and that is the place to be? So when you develop that practice, then when you're performing, there are tools and techniques. Sometimes I'll use hypnosis, use different anchors or ways of moving energy in the moment that, that will be more conducive to, to you being able to drop into that home frequency and express more of your soul into what you're doing. It's interesting. Just talking, I was just thinking about what that feels like for me. And I, when I really drop into my home frequency, sometimes I feel like it wants nothing. And that this is kind of the mm. conundrum as a performer, mm-hmm. yep. as someone who achieves. Yep, um, exactly. I kind of feel like I get, I'm, I have not yet, <laughs> I have not yet figured out how to fully, or how to, yeah, how to fully bring that piece of myself into the doing, mm-hmm. um, because it feels very separate sometimes. Like mm-hmm. when I drop into that place of soul, it's like there, it wants nothing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. want to achieve. It's like, it does, it just wants yeah. to be. And it's like, well, how do, how do I right. bring the being into the doing? Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's, that's part of the journey of what we're learning. I mean, truly, it really is. I almost think of like, okay, there, there is um, like soul is sort of a, a circle, if you will. And then it has these little offshoots, or maybe this is a, this is a better analogy. Like we're, we're a jewel, right? Mm-hmm. If we as a being are a jewel with many facets, um, but our essence is the jewel itself, right? So it's like, it's almost going to be both. So like, even in that I'm identifying it as we're talking here and kind of feeling into it, you know? So if you remain in this, remembering that, okay, I am the jewel. I'm, I'm the jewel that has facets. I'm observing these facets. One of these facets is Leanne Rhymes, who is performing now, mm-hmm. right? But even those aspects of you, they're not not you. They're aspects of you. So is mm-hmm. there a way that you can almost mm-hmm. consciously from that awareness point say, okay, I'm going to give Leanne Rhymes a voice now, or I'm going to give... Katie Pavrell a voice now, or I'm, so it's, as long as it's coming from choice, number one, then, then that part or the persona isn't driving things, right? And that's when you begin to have a different experience. And the other thing I was thinking is, yes, the soul doesn't want to achieve, soul wants to be. So um, how can you be in the moment, explore like the performing in the moment without it being, um, a motivation for achievement, but more for experience. Because the soul is kind of here to experience. Hmm, that's a great, yeah. Well, you, my, my, my mind just went to, but I don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Because I guess the question for myself that I ask, and for everybody, I think in their own profession, without the achievement, would you still choose to experience what you're doing? Exactly. And right, oh my gosh, yeah, we're going deep here, yeah. sister. And we are going to dive even more deeply into that question when we return from a quick break. 
tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back, my loves. Katie and I were just exploring the role of achievement versus experience as motivation for performance. I've been asking myself that question. Yeah. And the truth exactly. is, like, I really don't know. And I guess then, is it that I don't want to experience what I'm doing? Is it don't, that I don't want to experience the way that in which I'm doing it? Is the, mm-hmm. is the essence of the thing that I love to do still, am I still passionate about that? Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm not passionate about the way in which it's, I'm, I, I'm experiencing it. And and maybe the passion is is in the creating, mm-hmm. and the passion is, and and you're shifting towards something of that the how you're expressing it is is changing, mm-hmm. it's it's adapting to your growth and your learning and your expansion because you're you're expanding by the moment. Yeah, I mean. That's so, yeah, that's really, I was like, that's a, <laughs> that's a deep question right now. Right? It's um, great. We well, love it's, deep questions. It's interesting because so for so many of us that, um, that want to achieve, you know, and we want the end goal to be like, we always have, we set goals and we, we want to achieve the thing. And it's not about the experience. I mean, I feel like for me, 
within that lies a lot of perfectionism too. Totally. Like, how do you how do you see is how do you see perfectionism get in the way of performance? And how is there is there a way to utilize perfectionism as something that doesn't get in the way? <laughs> oh my gosh. You're you're just asking me a great question. <laughs> I I having been a figure skater and working with so many skaters and performance arts sports is kind of the thing that I focused on as well as performing arts. There's when you combine creativity and a love of beauty and a love of excellence and a drive to achieve. And sometimes when you're in an environment where there feels like there's a lot of external, a lot of people around you that, that are attached to you doing well. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think that that can be a real breeding ground for perfectionism. Oh yeah. Right. And I, I sort of have this thing where growing up, people would say, don't be such a perfectionist. And I always felt like, well, don't, don't rag on the perfectionist because mm-hmm. actually there, there is a part of us that loves, it might be achievement. I don't tell me what it feels like for you, but sometimes it just feels like the love of beauty and, and experiencing something really done well, or where you've mm-hmm. given your all and you feel you go to this place of peace. Okay. Yeah. I gave my all the, this moment that I was creating felt complete or it yeah. had, it brought, it lit something up in me. It was like, yes, this is what I envisioned months ago or what I envisioned earlier that I really wanted to create and, and birth into the world. That's why I liked the idea of my mission statement of saying pursuit of excellence, because excellence isn't inherently bad. Desiring excellence, I think we can see it as really something that meets a, a deep soul need of doing things at a level that brings us joy. Because if that's why we're doing it, because it brings us joy. It's less about the achievement or the box checking than it is really about that feeling of it getting to a point of completion and accomplishment, if you will, but beauty. I mean, there's mm-hmm. beauty in, in a thing done really in a really lovely way that feels whole and complete and, yeah. fully, and fully expressed, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I know for myself, if there's like, if there's a great performance or a great recording, it's like, I feel like I've done the best that I can do in that moment. Like I've right. brought through yes. into this world the yeah. highest possible outcome now. Yes. And that feels good. Like that right. feels, I think sometimes we we can get caught up though in the expectation of that every time, not realizing that there's a right. whole spectrum yep. of expression. Yes, And exactly. just focused on, I think for me that's the perfectionism comes in when I get focused on it has to look like and sound like and be like that thing. You get caught up in the the last experience Mm -hmm. or all the experiences before instead of the present moment. Yeah. Yeah. As you were saying that, I just thought, what what if we were here to create elastic experiences? Because you said the last experience, you know, that we allow for that elasticity in the moment and even being present with how things want to show up or be revealed or reveal themselves to us in the moment, if, if that also can be a source of joy and wonder and um, more source of expansiveness into more of who we are. Yeah. That's do you part feel of like, the journey. Do you feel like the soul can only do that? Mm. That only the soul can do that? Yeah, I'm just wondering because mm. I feel like my, my, my ego, like the piece of me mm. that's like, I want this experience to be exactly the same every time. Right. I want it to be amazing every time. I don't know... Um, well, from this point of view, from right now, I don't know if that piece of me mm. can 
do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and here's where we should get into pieces. <laughs> there we get into pieces and parts and aspects and facets, right? This is yeah. a good segue. No, totally. Well, so this, so interestingly enough, um, Katie and I, I, I asked her to come on the podcast because we just did some work the other day and this might take on a completely different vibe than most podcasts, but um, I, I was like, use me as a guinea pig. Um, <laughs> I, about, I guess the middle of last year, and I've, I've talked about parts on my podcast before. Yeah. I've talked about Tubby, who is my judge in my head, <laughs> um, but the parts have kind of, oh. I've given them names. They've kind of lived outside of me. Mm-hmm. Last year, I started discovering um, my first name is Margaret for people who don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I And I've never been called Margaret and I've never related to Margaret at all. I was like, that's not even, I don't even relate to it. It's not even a part of me. And I started to really stand up for myself in situations. There was, there was a lot of anger that came through with it. Yeah, um, I yeah, was very definitely. stern about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. she, felt, she felt very protective. And it was yeah. a new part of me that I hadn't yet to... Really, that, that had yet to come online. And right. had she I, really had a voice before? Had she I don't, really? No, not at all. I don't think so, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I gave her, I was like, oh, that's Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, bring That's on. Margaret. And I love my band and crew. Oh. Like, they know when Margaret's around and they, <gasps> they love her. They're like, oh, she's awesome. Um, <laughs> until it turns around and back at them, but they're like, whoa. <laughs> um, but badass then Margaret. I, yeah, badass Margaret is, is, is it. And, then I d- discovered recently as I went out on tour, because mm-hmm. um, I've been doing shows here and there, but I haven't done long stretches of time like we've been doing. No, um, haven't. Yeah, I discovered that it was really challenging for me to step back into Leanne Rhymes or mm-hmm. and and remain in that that identity for long periods of time because during COVID, I feel like. I stepped into Leanne mm-hmm. and to not be able to oscillate back and forth between Leanne Rhymes and Leanne, it started to feel really uncomfortable and right. painful. Right. Um, and so we did some work the other day on these different parts of self. And mm-hmm. it's the first time my parts have been really personal. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I started to see the Leanne Rhymes that I created <laughs> right? Um, very, exactly. very clearly. And I started to see Margaret and I feel like Margaret is almost a protector part of Leanne mm-hmm. um, yeah. and Leanne Rhymes actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and Leanne still feels very young and mm-hmm. she feels very scared sometimes. And mm-hmm. all of these different parts. And, you know, it, it was just interesting. We, you and I started talking about, well, Sometimes it's sometimes it's great to get these parts to converse mm-hmm. and um, to find some kind of middle ground because sometimes these parts of me seem very conflicted. Right. And so I thought it would be interesting to talk about these parts of us because it really very much. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's it's really about, like I said, finding middle ground within these parts and yeah. allowing them, loving them for who they are. Yep. And allowing them space to express and to yes. connect and to return home. Yes. Return home <laughs> and join back in that home frequency, right? Yeah. Yeah. And feel and safe enough to then step back out and express again, knowing that they can always return back to that home frequency. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like Margaret has 
a lot of home frequency in her. Mm-hmm. She just, she just like, she just does to be kind of stern about it. I think one of the, you know, one of the big things that I'm wanting to learn and learning is to be able mm-hmm. to express without, without anger, like to really be able to exactly. set boundaries and stand up for myself without it being so charged. Do you feel yeah. like there's a mission in there for you? About what discovering, like how to communicate without, yeah, without through love. anger, yeah, mm-hmm. through love, yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's complicated. It's complicated when, you know, I feel like, um, you know, Leanne's afraid and Margaret's angry. <laughs> Leanne yeah. Rhymes is like, you know, um, still needing to keep up a, a facade. And yes. I think, I think it's just really interesting. We, like I said, we all perform, right? So we do. We all well, life's a stage. Yeah, we all think of them, like, think of your name. Like, think mm-hmm. of who you, the construct you've built up around your name, who you think you have to be. Mm-hmm. And then there's this, I feel like there's this piece of us that's still very young and mm-hmm. tender. And mm-hmm. for me, what I recognized in talking through these parts were that Leanne Rhymes and Leanne both really want love, ultimately. Yeah, exactly. And what does to, Margaret want? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Probably the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think probably. she wants to be heard. Yeah. She really wants to have her voice be expressed, right? Yeah, for sure. And I, so the, the process that you took me through to find these parts, I would mm-hmm. love for you to kind of explain, if you can, yeah. um, how totally. people may be able to walk through this process yeah. themselves and discover these parts for themselves. Yeah. Well, I think it's important to to recognize that your experience of Leanne Rhymes, she she was created starting from a very young age, young age, mm-hmm. and and that persona, if you will, uh, has been of a, a bit of a comfort zone, a comfort space for you. Yeah. Right. And I think that all of us we have we identify whether it, whether it's just the the ego construct, the personality, the name, who we are, that's not the soul per se. Um, that you can sort of begin to think about, well, even just ask yourself the question, who am I? And there's actually a really cool exercise that um, Deepak Chopra supports, which is you just keep answering the question, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? And, you know, you start start by saying, "I'm I'm a daughter, I'm a wife, I'm a performer, I'm a woman, I'm a, you know, whatever it is, and you just keep going. And then who am I? Oh, I'm... I'm a gentle person, or um, I, I'm a person that has an anger, so anger piece that comes out sometimes. And you keep asking yourself, who am I, who am I, who am I? And then you kind of get to a point where, oh, I am kind of one with everything. It, it's, it's an interesting way, but as you, as you answer those questions initially, as you're kind of bumping down into the layers of who and what you identify as, um, you can start to maybe identify some, oh, there may be a part of me here. There may be a part of me that strongly, strongly work identified. Okay, I am, I am an entrepreneur or I am whatever it is the title you put on it. So that might be a part of you that's coming through um, that could be helpful to recognize. Um, another thing I was thinking about was, um, I think we had done this exercise as well. Like whenever you're, you're faced with a decision or you're at a bit of an inflection point, not necessarily in your entire life, it could be, but something where you're feeling some conflict inside or uncertainty about how to move forward. Um, there's a great exercise where you can take, you, you even draw on a piece of paper, you draw a big oval table 
And then when you say, okay, so if the question is, should I, should I move to this new house that I want? Let's just take a really random question. Okay. okay, who, what parts of you are showing up with an opinion about that choice? Okay, there's the part of me that's concerned about finances. This is an aspect of me that is worried about that. And there's another part of me that it's like, I believe in possibility. I want this experience for my life. And I know that everything is, is good to go and this will happen. And I believe and I trust. So you know, then you could say, well, who else is showing up around this? And, and then as you begin to see, okay, there are little subsets of aspects of yourself that are kind of coming around this kitchen table conversation to express what they have to say. Um, other parts of you, there, there can be sub-conflicts that you can mm-hmm. then identify. And so, so that kitchen table thing is kind of helpful. And then the, about that exercise is then after you've identified who's showing up with an opinion, you want to put yourself into that sort of witness space, that observer mode, uh, and just say, okay. And, and you listen, you write down or you take note of what each aspect of you around the kitchen table wants to communicate. Mm-hmm. And then just like we do for those of us that are parents, is, is if the parts of ourselves were, were our children, were, were that where we listen to what they feel and what they desire, and then they trust us to make the choice that is best for them, mm. that we hold the highest frequency for their highest good. And so training that part of you uh, to, to observe, to hear, to listen, and then look through the lens of your home frequency, your soul frequency, through the lens of kindness, through the, through the lens of how am I connecting to myself? Am I be- believing in myself? You know, and then when you look through that lens, you begin to have less internal conflict because the voices of those other parts have been heard. Mm-hmm. Like, and if there are parts of you that want to have an opinion and, and we don't listen to it, then they, like I said, they really do fight for their life and they will, they will act out. <laughs> yes, they um, will. Yeah. And in, until they're heard. Yeah. And they start to drive all of your decisions. Exactly. Um, you know, I think, I think that can be scary for a lot of people too, is, mm-hmm. you know, when you start to, when you start to listen to all these parts mm-hmm. of yourself, it can seem like, for me, I know it seemed like there's been, there's such a huge internal conflict. Right. Um, but th- I think what I'm hearing you say is the conflict only keeps going <laughs> when we're not listening. Exactly. It actually, yes, it actually intensifies when yeah. we're not listening. All right, on that note, we're going to step away for a quick breather, but we'll be right back. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by Brain MD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back, everyone. Katie and I were just discussing how important listening to your intuition is when it comes to achieving your full potential. This is something I think about a lot. Um, let me know if, if I didn't quite answer your question, but no, there's no, something sure. I think, you know, one of the aspects of high performance, if you will, that I think is important to recognize that there is kind of a dark underbelly and as there is to any human condition, but there's, there's what we would we perceive as a dark underbelly or a dark side or a paradox where there's the thrill of achievement, there's the joy of the moment, there's that kind of touching the divine moment of full soul and self-expression. But then there's the other part of whether it's perfectionism, there's the other part of it that's painful, the, the self-doubt, there is the, the internal conflict, the times when we, we step out there to, to do our thing, to bring to the world what we love the most, and we might get paralyzed in fear, or it doesn't come out the way we want it to come out. So I feel like doing this parts work can be so helpful and healing because Rather than sort of keep these aspects under the hood, we bring it all forth and we say, yeah, this is part of being a high performer. This is part of being someone who, who has something very rich and deep and important to bring to the world, as mm-hmm. every human does. But to recognize that if that's where you are in your life and how you roll, and there's a big mission behind that for you, that there are going to be times when it feels painful or there's this, the paradox of it to embrace all of it. Um, and, and recognizing the parts of you that show up around performance will help you kind of not be in that binary, I'm bad or I'm good, or mm-hmm. it's dark or it's light, but just sort of see all of it as that brings you into the wholeness of who you are as a human. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know for myself, if I think about that, like I I used to cut off myself, really, if I, you know, is what it really boiled down to. Like I, I didn't get nervous about anything and I, you know, I had no fear of, of performing at all. And the more I, the more I bring my humanness to the table, like there's, I see all of the facets, the more I'm, I have more awareness around, yeah, that all of those, all of that fear was probably there. I just was really good at shutting it off. Right. And I love, you know, hearing you talk about it right then. It's like, oh yeah, this is, this is all a piece of performance. And it's, I just Mm -hmm. used to think that I was exempt. (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, I mean, I, you know, you, there's Leanne Rhymes like thinking I have the specialness that I'm completely exempt from any of that. And I was for a while, but it was at the expense of the rest exactly. of me. Exactly. And I mean, don't you think that you get to a point in your life, and I, and I feel like you've been experiencing this over the recent years, you get into a point in your life where the shutting it down, the, you know, the shutting it down, it's just not sustainable as an, as an approach to performance. Yeah. It, it's a short-term solution because you brought that in, that strong false self, the identity is Leanne Rhymes. You brought that in at a very young age as a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. And it worked. It worked until it didn't, right? Yeah. Well, then I can never get in touch with Leanne at all because, exactly. you know, because that coping mechanism was keeping me from her. Yeah. So there's so much of me that I couldn't bring to the table because- mm-hmm. I didn't have access because of this massive wall I built mm-hmm. up in mm-hmm. order to keep me from from her. And honestly, talking about it right now is the first time I've actually had um, appreciation for it because I've mm-hmm. absolutely hated the fact that I can't go back. Yeah, you right. know, I'm like I, I can't I can't go back to not having these um, very vulnerable pieces of me involved. Right. Right. And now it's like the journey is now. How do we support? those vulnerable pieces of me going forward. so that they can stay alive and well. <laughs> yeah. And grow yeah. and thrive and expand and express themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And, and come in, you know, in those moments in your performance and the performance of your life, you know, who's going to come in here, who's going to come in there. So it's this beautiful sort of mosaic of all these facets of you, right? The facets of the jewel. You're the jewel. It just has these facets that light is shining on a particular facet or a couple of them at a time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, there's, I feel like there's all, there's a lot of pieces that like to talk at once for sure. Yeah. Yay. And then something else I wanted to bring up for you that, um, I know we've touched on it, but is, so Leanne is not necessarily your soul's identity, right? And so you're beginning, as you come into home frequency, the observer, I, I think there's a recognition, which is, is that, Leanne is not your soul frequency. And even I, I believe that as you're in that soul frequency, your home frequency, and you recognize um, your soul desire, your spiritual self, if you will, then that really heals little Leanne. It heals Margaret, who might need a stronger voice. It helps Leanne Rhymes recognize that there's a place where she's, she has value and a place where she can, um, where, where she can be a conduit for the message that you want to bring to the world. Because mm-hmm. she's very well cultivated. She's very developed, right? In her yeah, way. That, oh, very. <laughs> but it was, that was interesting. I remember when we were working together on this piece, you were saying, well, isn't, isn't the soul in all of those pieces? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, I guess so. <laughs> I didn't think does, about that. Does it, it feel like it to you? Yeah, yeah. No, it does now. I mean, it's, yeah. I guess the way I see it is it's all emanating from the soul. Mm. Yeah. It's just expressions. Mm-hmm. of that and then yeah they're they're all different ex- expressions of of the soul it's just i think we've i returned back to that idea of like okay well then how do i how do i remain in the soul more or bring more of that soul forward into these right. other pieces of myself right and that's you're you're on that journey you're doing it so the more that you're aware of it, the more that you can go to what you talked about as that witness perspective, mm-hmm. 
you know, and then I think there's, there's such a deep wisdom when you really are in the essence of your soul that you can feel that you can feel that wisdom, that expansiveness, that, oh, everything, everything's all right. And that from there, you can be supportive. You can love on the other parts of you that are still expressions of you. There, you know, maybe it's the soul putting on a different costume for the day or whatever and kind of playing a character. Mm-hmm. I think the more that you train yourself to recognize the home frequency, the easier it is to begin to bring that forth. And, and something else that I wanted to point out was that those of us that are creative performers, creatives and high performers, right, is that... Um, you know, there, there's the there's a perfectionism. There's also the the self doubt that comes in that we need to make sure that we pay attention to as well. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. I mean, self doubt, confidence. Like, how do those? How can those live beside one another? Because mm-hmm. they do. I mean, I'm very confident in what I do, but there's self doubt that creeps in all the time. Mm-hmm. How do those live? I mean, they do. I'm like, I know they live beside each other. How can they live beside each other more comfortably? Is there right. a way? <laughs> exactly. Or, or else we can step back from the discomfort or see the discomfort differently. Mm. And it's, it's not always comforting, but I, I do remind myself that, you know, friction makes the pearl and heat and pressure make the diamond. That, you know, that when things feel pressurized or when things feel challenging, that, there's going to be something on the other end. There's going to be something that I'm bringing to the light, something that can can move me there, that I, I can trust that there's going to be a gift and an opportunity in what may seem challenging in that moment that's going to allow some growth or some expansiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, in your book, you talk about three things that you suggest everyone incorporate in their daily mindset mm. um, to make like a profound difference in their and their performance. Like mm. what, what are some of the things that on a daily basis are, are some mind sh- are some mental shifts that we can bring in to help, yeah. to help support performance? Oh gosh. There's a whole, there's a whole book around about that. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Might just be called me. From, well, outside of that, from what, out of the top of your head, like, what do you think, what do you think are some of those, you know, daily mindsets that we can mm-hmm. start to implement that would support us in the best way when it comes to our performance? Yeah. Um, one of the ones that I feel is really important is to remember that there's that, that feeling of focusing on the effort, not on the outcome mm-hmm. of, you know, really surrendering to what is, you know, we always say it's the journey, not the destination. Um, it's true. It's true, it's though. It's true. It is, Right. <laughs> And I almost think for, for high performers, we have to hold both. We have to hold our desire for the destination as well as a desire to, to have a certain experience along the way to the destination. Because mm-hmm. I, I think we've sometimes you know, vilified competition as it's not good to be competitive, but some of us are wired to be competitive. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, not every, you know, I mean, I come from a competitive sports background and I've, and I've had to just say, yeah, you know, I'm competitive. That's, and, and if I turn that, it's like, okay, well, how can I compete with myself? And if I recognize that there are times when I might want to compete with others, but we're all there really to bring our best selves forward and to have a certain experience along the way of growth. So bringing it back to that, how can you focus on, focus on the, the process that you're going through by being present? which mm-hmm. is important that you develop that through meditation when you can and, and not, not throwing the baby out with the bathwater by saying, well, I don't want to care what, I don't want to care about the result, 
but letting yourself care about the result as well as the process. Yeah, that's interesting because the desire piece, sometimes I want to deny my desire to achieve mm-hmm. um, or my the, the biggest dream that I have. Sometimes I want to deny it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's 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 a new thing that I'm kind of playing around with of like, how can I, and what I hear you saying, like, how can I desire? How can I, how can I set goals for myself, but at the same time, um, let go of it? Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's like, exactly. And let go and enjoy what is in front of me. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's so hard. It's so, especially if you've achieved high success. Very much so. It's been, it's always about trying to get back to it or find, you know, or to keep it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the most challenging things for me is to allow the process to be the process that it is currently. Right. Exactly. And to be in that. What comes up for me as you're saying that is, yeah, and I hear that for a lot from a lot of my high-performing clients is, well, I'm at the top. How do I stay at the top? Or how yeah. do I make sure all my performances are amazing? Or how do I, you know, th- that mindset of it needing to stay in a particular way. And one of the things that, that I like that I like to remind people of is what if you had different kinds of goals? Um, you have a quantitative goal, perhaps a measurable goal, but then you also set a, a, an emotional goal or a feeling goal for yourself so that you're you know, what is the feeling you want to have when you get off stage? What is what is the feeling you want to have when your company goes public? You know, whatever it might be. So that that keeps us, that kind of gives us a left brain and a right brain kind of goal. Or what is the wisdom goal? What is the learning you want to have from it? So that you allow your goals to be, some to be measurable and some to be experiential. And, mm-hmm. and that can help mitigate some of that. I'm here and I have to stay here because when you're in that place, I'm here and I have to stay here, then you get a death grip on it and it can't breathe. You squeeze the life out of it. All right. We are going to more fully explore the multifaceted concept of goals after a quick break. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years we've been right here right now Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello again, loves. We were just talking with Katie Povrell about why identifying what's driving your goals is ultimately more fulfilling than just setting them. Then it always becomes about more. I mean, I think that's... Exactly. You know, it's like, how can I get more? How can I achieve more? <clears throat> Instead of, you know, how can I, going back to what you said, I guess it's how can I experience Yeah. what more, I guess there's a more in this equation yep. too, but like what more can I experience, right. um, which does shift things a lot. Does it for you? Yeah. It does. If I think about that, like what, what else is, it's interesting. The other day I was talking about my 40th birthday and I was, um, I was talking to Eddie and we were looking at all these different places where we could go. And I was like, you know, if I was, if we go to some resort, like this is a very fortunate thing that I've had in my life. And I, I think okay. about how much I've traveled. If we go to some resort or a beach or whatever, like I've, I've experienced all of that. Like I, okay. I haven't experienced a safari, but I, I'm not, I don't want to go through all of that right now. I've traveled enough. Oh <laughs> um, yeah. You're on the oh road. <laughs> um, so there's very few things that I haven't experienced. And so it's really, you know, like when I think about, but I'm, there's so many things in the human experience that I haven't experienced, but it, mm -hmm. if you think about it from that perspective, it's like, well, what else, what else can I experience? Right. And just the, the travel piece for me was really interesting. It's like, okay, well, what, and then it became what I really, what is my soul craving to experience? And yes. I'm ending up, we're going to the trees and mm -hmm. like, there's, you know, right. I, I really wanted this specific feeling and, mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I, I think if I look at that in every other aspect of my life, I think, you know, we talk about boredom a lot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, I think the soul, like we're saying, really wants to, it, it wants to experience mm -hmm. more in that way, not achieve more, but like experience more. Right. And sometimes experiencing more can be really scary because yeah. we only, we get stuck in this pattern of only wanting to experience what we know is familiar. Right. Exactly. Right. How do you, I love that you call the book leap because I just thought I'm like, how do you, how do you leap? How do you, how leap? Do you leap? How do you I leap don't... off into, into those new experiences? Right. Um, because I, you know, I, I'd leap a lot, but I also find myself in certain areas, like holding myself back. Yeah. Um, so how do we, how do we, what's the first step in, I guess, I was like, what's the first step in leaping? But I don't even know if there's a step. You just take a leap. <laughs> it's, it's, isn't it funny? I've thought about that so much. You know, I've, I've sort of had this weird fascination with what happens in the mind that gets someone to make that very first nanos, nanosecond movement of wanting to get off the couch or 
wanting to step out into the new thing? What what initiates that change? What initiates that shift? Is it too much pain? Like, it can be. Totally can be. And can we get there without <clears throat> the pain? It's a really good question. Mo- I mean, when you think about motivation, um, humans, w- really, we're kind of wired to go away from pain. and. Yes. And then once we're away from the pain, we're kind of like, okay, I could maybe go towards pleasure. But that's when, when we get in, far enough away from the pain, that's when it's really important to say, okay, well, now I recognize what was painful, but if I forget what was painful, then I'm just going to keep snapping back to continually re-experience the pain so that I keep getting motivated from the pain. Oh, and this is yeah. where like the self-discipline or the self-awareness or the practice comes in. It's like, okay, I was motivated by that pain. Now I'm in this kind of a bit of a liminal space where I need to go, okay, what is it I really want? What is my soul asking for? What's going to, what is going to give me sort of this expansive path forward? Whereas the away from pain is very linear. It's just shoot away from the pain. Mm -hmm. And then when you look at possibilities and okay, what I'm going towards is more possibility. There are more things that can happen. There's going to be more unknown. That's for sure. Yeah, always. Right. <laughs> I mean, isn't the the pain? Well, it's interesting because if we're not shooting away from pain, we seem to be shooting towards pleasure. So there's that duality piece, and mm-hmm. it's like our life kind of dances between the two, mm-hmm. and they both can be very addictive. Very much, absolutely. Very. So how much. do we? So how do how do we how do we hang out? How does the how does the liminal space become addictive? I That's know. what I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> I, wow, I think that is an amazing question. That well, I mean, is not so that we cool. want an addiction, but like, how does yeah, that, I guess, I guess, how addiction. does, how does that become our drive? Our driver. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting. I'm wondering if, so I'm, I'm just getting a picture in my mind of like, if we're used to it, something driving us in kind of a linear direction or forward in some way, or even, you know, like on a, past, present, and future kind of timeline thing. Mm-hmm. And if you think about how, you know, the unconscious mind or even the soul has really has access to a sense of timelessness and other dimensions, you know, then maybe the liminal space being a driver is to expansion, not going forward in mm-hmm. the same way, but it's, that is the new more is, is growth, this sort of expansiveness and access to other dimensions and the mysticism that can come in in that sense. And there's so much to discover in that realm of mysticism and, and um, spirituality. I love, Conscious, I, I love that. That was like a big aha moment for me. Cause oh, I, no, because it's, it's cool to, if I think about going back to the soul and it wanting to be, Mm-hmm. It it also it, it wants to experience, and so I think the the driver then once the driver becomes the soul, then that liminal space becomes comf- more comfortable. I won't say comfortable, but more comfortable. Yeah, I think so, and it's it's great for us to talk about it. I I almost see this spaceship, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> like it's it's a, it can go many directions as fast as we want, and it's. You know, and it can go a little distance or it can go a huge distance. Just like a leap can be a little a little toe dip or it can be a straight up, you know, big old dive and off a cliff. You know, it can be all kinds of different things. But if, you know, as we as we expand and we're less like attached to going away from pain or going towards measured accomplishment, then then we can kind of be in this almost like a hovercraft that is still moving forward. But it's a it's a hovercraft. and that. If our soul says, hey, I want to go to this dimension, I want that experience, the hovercraft goes, 
You know, it's sort of, there's just so much, so much more capacity for movement, so much more capacity for growth, for exploration into what has yet to be defined. Yeah. I love that's, that. That's fun. It's yay. so fun. Thanks for Super. coming on here and talking to oh, me about all of this. This is awesome. Thank you. Oh, I feel like we just stuck a toe in the water. It's always and so uh, fun. <laughs> yes, there's so much. I thank um, you for I always your ask questions. Oh yeah, thank you. I um I always ask my guests about their favorite songs and their oh. music. So I um I would love to hear your holy five. What's my holy been, five, I love that. Yeah, is it something that's been, are these things that have been lighting you up your whole life? Are they things that have been lighting you up recently? A mix of the two? Probably a mix of the two. No, I I, I had them all captured. I guess, I guess they're in my phone, but I'll remember them. Oh, no. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that funny? Okay, yes. Now, you know, I, I'm a bit of a, a child of the 70s, and I love me. It's a lot of bass and R&B, so I try oh, not nice. to have them all be R&B. <laughs> I love it. That's actually, I didn't know that about you. I know. I thought she's. That's interesting. See, this is why I ask people about music. It's so I mean, interesting. I know. So let's stay together, Al Green. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite songs. Let's Loving you. Um, Dance to the Music, Sly and the Family Stone. Oh yeah, you really, I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, and then there's this this artist that I discovered when I was choreographing and skating. And I actually skated to this piece a couple times because I just love the way that she interprets the song. It's Some Enchanted Evening by Jane Oliver. I don't know if you've ever heard her voice. No. And, and the way that she interprets, it's, it's pretty magical. Anyway, it, it was a time in my life when it was very impactful, the way very that she cool. sings. I think she had like one album. I um, have to check her out. Yeah. And then Malo, uh, Suavecito by Malo. Ooh. Which is because I That just sounds to, sexy. I, oh, it's very... <laughs> I used to do a lot of Latin dance. I used to do a lot oh, of salsa cool. and, and flamenco. I studied flamenco for a while, which was super fun. Oh, that's awesome. And then probably the most current one is Perm, Bruno Mars. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love him. He's, He's great, right? Let me show you what you got to do. You got to lay it back. Matter of fact, bang, show how to lay it back. Oh, show how to lay it back. Oh, yeah, he is. He's so talented and so joyful. Exactly. And I love funny. You have, a, you have some joyful music. I do. I yeah. like it. I do like you share it. what your top five are? 
I've shared, so I've broken mine down. I've yet to, I, I need to do that soon. I've, uh, I've broken mine down into feelings because I nice. there's so many of them that I, um, <laughs> that I, we started with the sad music originally because, um, and I shared those five and those, because sad music seems to be my place to go mm. to feel. Yep. Um, I just love sad songs. There's so many great stories in sad songs. Mm. So I, um, I'm, you know, what's really been interesting. I've been, I have a joyous list now. Like I've like a joyful and I've, I haven't had that before. Nice. Um, and that's been something that's only been really cultivated over the last few months. So, so who, who cultivated the joy list? Which, well, which parts of you or was that? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Mm. Maybe something it is. Ponder. Maybe I think it may be, I think maybe Leanne. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I think Beauty. maybe Leanne, I think. There's definitely a piece of me that is wanting to step more into that joy. Mm-hmm. And so, and of course, it's coming through first, Yeah, I think, through music. Yeah. So there's a lot of freedom on that list of, there's a lot of songs about freedom. And I, I think that that's what, that maybe that's my soul. Maybe that's, maybe she's looking to cultivate a lot more joy. She I wonder. Yes, she she appreciates freedom and vastness and possibility and openness and yeah. yeah. Uh, when uh, one thing I just want to touch on because we just said that was the we talked about Leanne and Leanne rhymes like wanting to have a lot of safety and security. Mm. And you asked me that's exactly what you asked me. You asked me what does my soul want and yeah, it wants it wants change. It wants freedom, mm-hmm. and so. I think ultimately therein lies all of our mm-hmm. biggest internal battle. Absolutely. If I could boil it down to anything, I think that's something we all completely share. Agreed. And I think that that is a really great question to kind of tie in quickly to what you know your listeners can take away, which is just when you think about it, what does my soul want to tell me right now? What does my soul want in general? What does my soul want for today? You just keep asking the question. Eventually, it'll continue to come online. I like it. I like it. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, too. You're so welcome, Leanne. Thank you, honey. I love this. Great yeah. to connect. Great to chat about these things that that uh, expands our minds and our hearts together. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yay! Yay! And that, my friends, brings this very special episode and season of Holy Human to an end. Thank you for joining me on this journey. For a third season, we have had such a beautiful season, and I am so grateful for all of you for joining me and learning alongside of me. I want to thank Katie for joining me today, and I hope you enjoyed our time together as much as I have. Please let me know your thoughts by leaving them in the comments wherever you're listening, and please share this episode with anyone who could use a little more self-love, acceptance, and awareness in their lives too. I'll be back very soon with our next season of Holy Human, and I look forward to continuing to grow together and to exploring all the pieces of what makes us more holy human. Until then, my loves, be kind to yourselves, be kind to one another, take care of each other, and I love you guys. Holy Human with me, Leanne Rhymes, is a production of iHeartRadio. You'll find Holy Human with Leanne Rhymes on the iHeart app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get the podcasts that matter most to you. 
tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.